Hello again and welcome to I've Got a Beatles podcast with Dave and Chris. And I, I can report to you safely that Chris is amped up for this one. And, 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 and that, that opening song, the, uh, the rarity, Cosmically Conscious, really got him going here. Because the subject of our, <laughs> our uh, podcast today is Sir Paul McCartney. And I'm going to let you uh, steer a lot of this because uh, you, you've done all the... The legwork here. I think it's going to be pretty great. We're going to hear a lot of what should we say unusual tracks? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 we're gonna... silly tracks. Silly tracks. So we're yeah. calling this uh, Paul's silliest love in parentheses songs. They're not. They're not all love songs, obviously. Mm-hmm. You and I, Dave. We we uh, uh, probably our our greatest most fun moments in life are are laughing. Uh, and enjoying some of the more lighter parts of uh, Paul's catalog. You know, when we do something like this, we get a lot of grief. Uh, uh, People saying we're not fans. How can Mm -hmm. we be fans if we're, you know, uh, dissing on Paul? Like you can't make fun of anything they did. It's completely sacred. So one of our great, great listeners uh, uh, who we love uh, hearing back from, Barnabas, is probably not going to like this episode. Uh, <laughs> because we're examining some of these uh, uh, goofier things, but I, I feel like we're celebrating this yes. stuff. I don't know about you, Dave, but I, I many of these songs I love. Mm-hmm. I love to listen to and I love to laugh at. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, they're fun. They're a good time. They're often really, often really catchy too, and the kinds of song, the earworm types of songs that. You know, you you don't judge them because they're great works of art and they have, uh, you know, extremely deep and profound lyrics. But there's something just catchy about them in their silliness. Yes, I I, I completely agree. What this episode I think will also do is actually defend Paul from some of the things I think he gets criticized for. Exhibit A, the song "Silly Love Songs," right? Right. It's a Which, great song. It, it really is actually a great song. It, but why is it dissed all the time? Yeah, it's it's pointed out as the example of like, yeah. oh, look, Paul, Paul's Paul without John, Paul's writing was all puff pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's true at all. No, I, I really don't. But Many there do. there are some examples of which we'll play throughout this episode. And and uh, so many examples, actually, <laughs> that I. Uh, created some categories, so we'll, we'll go through that. But uh, one other thing I wanted to say, Exhibit B, really, when they point out, oh, Paul's uh, Paul's very light fair, very silly stuff, are these sort of old timey songs, mm, mm-hmm. like uh, you give me the, you gave me the answer, baby's request, stuff of that nature, which even started way back with Honey Pie or When I'm 64 or things yeah. like that. And I, I couldn't find one example of those to play no. because I think they're all quality, great songs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I think that criticism is nonsensical. Yeah. Do, <laughs> do you think it's because there's just a conception that uh, for somebody to be a rock and roller, you have to only play rock and so-called rock and roll music all the time, and if you do anything else, then it's somehow you're uh, cheating and you're you're not being faithful to the tradition or something, some reason. I think like there that. is something to that. When, yeah. when, uh, uh, for instance, and I, I was guilty of this too. When Phil Collins did some songs for Disney movies, all of a sudden we're like, yeah, Phil Collins, he's lame. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, uh, and I think 
you know, we'll have an example or two here. Paul doing some kids, kids movie type, kids cartoon type stuff that, uh, you know, is definitely lighter type stuff. But uh, uh, I think... Uh, I think we're just going to have so much fun today. I, I, I would say I've, I've been uh, waiting for this moment my whole life. This is this right. sort of my one shining moment. Well, let's get to it then. <laughs> okay, so uh, now a couple couple things here. Okay, so there's no old-timey songs in this episode. There's also no Linda songs. Oh, okay. Where Linda sings. No cook of the eight. house. No. no cook of the house. Yeah. No cow. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> None of that type of stuff. And uh, also, no songs from other wings. No you Jimmy know, McCullough. Jim, Jimmy McCullough, Denny Lane, or any, yeah. any of that stuff. Okay, so just uh, Paul. Yeah. So here, what I'm going to do is I'm going <laughs> to... And I haven't told you what these categories no, I are. Don't, I, I only any? know some of the songs. I don't know how yeah. you've organized this or anything. Yeah, so uh, the first category are songs. So, so what I found was some trends here mm. so so I, I created these categories so we're going to say the category and then we'll we'll tell you some examples and then we'll play play uh, probably the quintessential <laughs> choice uh, okay. from that category. so the first category is great music nonsense lyrics so these are these are songs that are great that i love <laughs> that are just like <laughs> knock your socks off but if you're like, hey, what's these what's these lyrics about? You'd be uh, uh, hard pressed to <laughs> explain to someone. Uh, so uh, a few examples of this are like three legs, ooh you, <laughs> she's my baby, uh-huh. uh huh, smile away. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, but you know you can't uh, look no further than our our first uh, uh, clip here. Moonberry Moon Delight. So Monkberry Moon Delight, you know, this was recently uh, posted to our Facebook page by friend of the show, Judd, who uh, uh, posted a crazy cover version by Screamin' Jay Hawkins. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Encourage, encourage you to check that one out. It, he almost outscreams Paul on that one, uh, but not quite. Paul, I think, still takes the prize for screaming the most on that tune, which, uh, what... <laughs> What is that about? Uh, now, uh, 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 I, all I know is if I was a background singer and they were like, uh, uh, what, are the, what are the lyrics <laughs> I'm supposed to sing? Soup and puree? Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yet, it's like the most uh, kick-ass, in-your-face kind of tune. 
Oh yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always loved it, and then I, you know, what, but what, what you think about it for a while? You're like, what am I even listening to here? What, what, what is that? a piano up my nose? A piano. You played a dreadful <laughs> cantata. <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> Uh, great music, nonsense lyrics. That yes, was that category. I like so, that. That's perfect. So um, the next category, I think you're going to like this one. Sounds serious, but actually isn't. So these are songs that if you if you listen to them, you get this sense that they're like something dramatic's happening. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, when you hear what the song's about, you're like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so a, a couple of great examples of this, uh, Pretty Little Head is a oh, fantastic example of it. Press to play. Press yeah. to play. We'll be talking about that in a future episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, famous Groupies. <laughs> uh, a couple from Driving Rain, a Tiny Bubble. Ending on an Axis is a great <laughs> example of it. In fact... Let's play another one from Driving Rain. Okay. Uh, this is one of you and my all-time favorites to uh, talk about. She's given up talking. She's given up talking, don't say classroom, not a dicky bird. Unlike other children, she's seen and never heard. She's given up talking, don't say listen to that one in a very long time <laughs> he's very serious it's like it's going to be delivering a, a lecture on the state of the world or something very kind of serious music minor key yep. and then the words dicky bird come in dicky bird yes. <laughs> yeah. now not a dicky bird i remember we were laughing about this uh way back uh, uh when this album came out a yeah. lot a lot. And, <laughs> and we looked up what Dickie Bird was, and that's uh, just an English turn of phrase. Yes. Not a Dickie Bird means nothing, basically. No. <laughs> so, so like, she doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what the phrase means. But how do you like the, the very serious uh, uh, singing of the phrase, yap, yap, yap? <laughs> and then when she comes home, she's a yappy, yap, yap. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he says hey the, the thing that always bothered me that one line can't get a word in edgeways <laughs> like he really is trying he's like trying to show you he can't get a word in edgeways because it doesn't fit in the song well giving up talking <clears throat> i i like that song too i you really do. do i think you I, you like driving rain better than i do i love driving rain it's 
One of the ones we didn't play from Driving Rain was the uh, one, two, three, four, five. Let's go oh, for a drive. Yeah, the title song. Yeah. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I like it. I'm a, I'm a sucker for Driving Rain. You like the so awful. That, you like the awful cover with his two thousand era cell phone pictures, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With the the hand, yeah. The hand on the on the watery, yeah, water. <laughs> Yeah, pretty good cover. I, I like it. I, I, that's that's one of our uh, all time biggest uh, agree to disagrees. I, I, I think so. I, think I just so. that album works for me despite itself. It, it just is like the energy of the music is is really good. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, uh, the lyrics undeniably are uh, uh, garbage. Uh, so, so, so on to the next category. So that was uh, sounds serious, but actually isn't. So next category is. Super sappy love songs. Now, this is where you would put, if you feel like silly love songs is not a great song, you'd put this here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you feel this way about my love. Yeah, extremely sappy. So bad would probably oh, go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Motor of love, yeah. maybe. This never happened before, which is a pretty good song. It but, is a good song, yeah. But it is pretty sappy. Uh, of course, we've already played. We would play Golden Earth Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, we never played that, uh, or or possibly Wine Dark Open Sea, which is a good song too. Mm-hmm. We thought uh, we haven't heard any dirt in a while. Uh, flowers in the dirt. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, rumors of a Flowers in the Dirt McCartney uh, collection coming out. That's right, the reissue. Yeah, later this year. Uh, so this is uh, from that uh, album, and it's a uh, great album. But uh, this song, uh, uh, "Don't Be Careless, Love." So let's let's hear a little of this. Let's let's see if this one you think is in his vocal range too. Okay. What do you think of Don't Be Careless Love? Oh, right? I, I think you and I always would laugh at that beginning because he's yeah. just straining. Uh, it, you know, at least on So Bad, he sings the whole thing in falsetto. But that there in the in Don't Be Careless Love, he's actually going for it. He's 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 hitting it. Why do you think that's not in his set list? I, you know, I, <laughs> maybe Elvis Costello, the co-writer, won't give him permission. I don't know. That I yeah, I've always skipped that song. I just I don't know doesn't ugh, doesn't do much for me. I think couldn't get past that introduction. It's pretty weak effort. Uh, yeah. um, this category, super sappy love songs. That's that's where I was most surprised. I was yeah. expecting to find like half the catalog to be that way. Right, and I, I think most of his love songs like really work. 
Mm-hmm. Like they're very, very, very good. So most of the times we go into even the ones I named, like Wine Dark Open Sea, is pretty good. Yeah, you know, so bad. I I like it probably better than you do. You know, no, I but, think uh, it too. Yeah, yeah. So so. <laughs> Why do you think McCartney has that perception of that, that he's such a like my, a friend of the show? Channing used to say a simpy balladeer. Uh, why do you think he has that perception? I think it's because of the song Silly Love Songs, yeah. which isn't even really a love, so much of a love song. Uh, uh, well, I guess it is, but but it's not like what you would it's expect. It's not my like love. Slow. Yeah. yeah, it's not like my love. My love is really the quintessential yeah. Paul sappy love song. You know, mm-hmm. he, Paul talks a lot about, oh, love. You know, yeah. we the Beatles were all about love, <laughs> you know, and stuff, <laughs> stuff of that nature. So I think he gets its perception more than its reality mm-hmm. for certain. Yeah, because, the, you know, songs like My Love or any of the others on the list you mentioned, I think equally super sappy love song would be like Wonderful Tonight or something. that. Yet Eric Clapton never gets called that, even though he's got plenty in his catalog, too, that are like that. Yeah. So it it does seem unfair. Maybe it is uh, the silly love songs. He just never could shake that, that impression, that perception. Uh, uh, it's unfair. He set himself case. up for it. Yeah, too, by well, that's true. Doing the song. That's true. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and then especially by being sassy and saying, "What's wrong with that?" Uh, yeah, the answer is nothing's wrong with that. Right. So as we've just heard, except for in this one, uh, this except one. For don't be careless, love. <laughs> <laughs> so so moving on to uh, this category is called experiments gone awry. Ooh, yes. <laughs> so. Frozen Jap would be a good example. <laughs> Just even the name of it is awful. Uh, I texted you the other day about Move Over Busker. What is he even trying to accomplish on that one? I, I don't know. Well, we'll get to that in our Press to Play episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, the entirety of uh, Thrillington would be a good, a good a big, big old question mark. Yep. But, but, Dave, you and I have spoken about this one quite a few times in the last few years. Oh, yeah? From McCartney 2, we're going to give you a little check my machine. Hi, George. Morning, Terry. Hi, George. Morning, Terry. We were going to play the whole uh, extended version there for you, but we thought we'd, you know, we got, we got a lot to get to. Yeah, you can find that on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. 
Ooh. Oh, what did they think you checked my machine, huh? <laughs> Horrendous. Do you like when he goes, bot up, bot up? This is what happens when creative people get new equipment and they just want to experiment and try everything possible and yet they forget to not push record. Uh, the, yeah. It, instead, they push record and then think it's really great and then that everyone else will want to hear their experiments. And that's then we get check my machine. Well, I'm glad he has included some of this type of stuff on, on these reissues. That, yeah. Where it is, I mean, it is an experiment, and it is, to, but I feel like all of McCartney 2 is a, yeah. just one big experiment that maybe should have stayed on the shelf, but uh, yeah. uh, personally. Yeah. But I guess he gets some points for experimenting and yeah. trying some new stuff. <laughs> oh, that's always cool. No, that's good. And it, yeah. it, like a lot of things, it's one of those, like if it were a minute at the end of an album or something, it'd be okay. With the, It's got kind of a cool riff on it. But then it just wears out its welcome so quickly. Well, especially yeah. that extended version. Expe- yeah. Oh, Ooh. come on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, boy, on a check. Experiment's so, gone awry. Yeah. Not too many, really. No. It's gone awry. There, uh, some, probably some others we could have mentioned, but well, maybe some of these other ones you'll feel that way about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one, <laughs> this category is called Yay. Story time. Too bad it don't make no damn sense. So this is how you feel about Uncle Albert Admiral Halsey, right? Mm-hmm. These epic, or I'm talking about these epic big songs, but then the lyrics are like just sort of put together stuff. So so yeah. treat her gently, lonely old people, which we talked about on a previous episode. It's kind of a good example. It's like that doesn't all go together no. really. Or uh, no. the 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 which uh, I liked the pound is sinking, mm-hmm. uh, but that that's similar similar. Uh, I would also say the same about uh, if you've heard "Return to Pepperland." It's just yeah. sort of nonsense. Little Lamb Dragonfly might 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 squeeze into this category, but uh, the quintessential for this, Morris Moose and the Grey Goose from <laughs> from <laughs> London Town. Very good. 
Higgins was a steady boat. People said she'd never float. But one night when the moon was high, the great goose flew away. We were sailing round the rocks. The mate took out his compass box. Said the wind is like a fox, but the great goose flew away. When out upon the open sea, the admiral, the mate and me, we went to face eternity, but the great goose flew away. So I was looking at uh, a website called Pop Matters, and uh, the person is talking about uh, underrated McCartney songs, and he says, There are two different types of people in the world. Those who think Morse Moose and the, silly, the Grey Goose is a completely silly mess, and those, who, <laughs> and those who love it. I happen to belong to the latter group, and I say, uh, it's a lot more, we're a lot more fun. I mean, how can anyone hate this? Equivalent to an ambitious sequel of Yellow Submarine, with echoes of Uncle Albert Admiral Halsey, the song details a really rocking radio conversation between a warplane called Grey Goose and a sub called Morse Moose. I take it back, then. <laughs> <laughs> it makes perfect sense. It's great. Great. <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't you don't love uh, Uncle Albert, yeah. right? But I, 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 you know, even treat her gently, lonely old people. It's not. Bad. No, no. I'll it's listen to it if it's on. I just don't actively uh, choose just, it. Yeah, yeah. And the and the subject matter is so more smooth. More smooth. So story time. Does Paul do a lot of story songs? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's usually it's this. It's a, a, you know these epic. Yeah, yeah. They feel like long epics. Every one of them. Like you know? 1985 could be kind of like a long epic but that's a really good epic yeah yeah, yeah. there's there's lots of them in these catalogs usually yeah. on an album at least yeah. of, these, of these 70s albums particularly you know and i think some of them work really well i i like the like the pound is sinking we were talking mm-hmm. about that where there's that father was an extraordinary man yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. does that really mix with the pound is sinking part we're not sure yeah <laughs> so <laughs> but it works. Uh, yeah. that's yay story time okay so so uh these, these, this next one here, there's really only a few examples of this, but uh, these are, it's a song made specifically for uh, kids, made for a uh, cartoon. But I found uh, this great demo version of a song called We All Stand Together. So uh, the fact that it's a demo version is what makes it so hilariously silly because Paul's trying to do all the parts and all the backup, backup bow bows and everything. <laughs> so this thing just starts off with a bang and, and really, really treats you to some, some great Paul silliness here. It's like epic. So here we go. We all stand together. The demo. Uh, I think this was on the Ubu Jubu uh, disc that, that some of us have. Uh, we all stand together. We all stand together 
stand together that's made for a cartoon uh, animated film rupert and the frog song yes and it was actually a hit too it reached number three in the uk singles chart in 1984 if you can believe it it has the king singers if you're a classical musician you probably have heard of the king singers so great group but i I think the quote the best quote about this song is from uh, Wikipedia here. Despite its relative success, the song attracted criticism for its light subject matter. It is sometimes cited as a sign of the decline of McCartney's songwriting talent after the Beatles. (laughs) Despite being recorded for a children's film. There are a couple other tunes uh, uh, recorded for that film. Uh, One's Tropic Island Hum, and one we might hear a little bit later. Oh, okay. Uh, Moving on. uh, Now this... These are songs not made for kids, but sure sounds like it. So I'm thinking My Carnival. I'm thinking the song Summer's Day song, if you've heard that one. From McCartney uh, 2. Yeah. McCartney 2. Uh, Thank You, Darling is sort of close to, the, to that, but uh, quintessential. <laughs> and I can't believe this didn't make our initial back and forth list. Hey Diddle. Oh, <laughs> Dave, I know you were clamoring for all three minutes and 52 seconds of Hey Diddle there. But, I, I couldn't I get enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> that is the lightest fare possible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> very, very weak. <laughs> <laughs> like it's floating on air. It's so yeah. light. You know? <laughs> it's very light. Very light. <laughs> like a piece like of paper a... that gets the, the wind carries away. In the wind. <laughs> hey Diddle. So hey that's, Diddle. that's... Not made for kids, but it does sound like it's. If if he if he told me, oh, I wrote this for my you know kids. Yeah, and that then was I'd be like, yeah, all right. It kind of fits. That was from the Ram era sessions, I believe, and it, yeah. it kind of sounds like Ram type songs. He was playing that type of guitar on Heart of the Country and things like that. But that's even a better song than uh, Hey Diddle. Just, even with the. Doo, 
do 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 see you just have to laugh at this stuff and you it's in, it's in the yeah. nuances that really makes it exciting it's the yeah. little do do's and all that that really and and you know we called it the lightest bear but you know if if it, we got it on shuffle Hey, yeah. it'll pops up. We're not running in to no. turn the panel or anything. No, not at all. So the next category, one of our favorite categories, I think, mm-hmm. oversimplistic message songs. Ooh, oh, I can now, already think now, of a few of these. <laughs> now, 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 we heard Cosmically Conscious at the beginning of the show. That's <laughs> That would definitely fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about freedom, Dave? Ooh. <laughs> That's yeah. That's definitely <laughs> in there. We we got one of these just this last year. Uh, the song "Hope for the Future." Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> I know this is the best of all. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm about to play. Today. I do. It's, uh, it's uh, something I celebrate once a week. I don't know about you, but uh, you celebrate this. Once I celebrate a week, it every certain. day, actually. <laughs> uh, uh, but it is uh, Meat Free Monday. vegetarian so i've been a vegetarian for 16 years 15 years so yeah i I love the care and craft with which he made that recording with the background vocals there's a little guitar echo kind of going on that doo 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 yeah he's really really put a lot into that so yeah yeah they just seem they seem super like freedom is, I feel this exact same way about it. Yeah. It's just like, you know, this is my right <laughs> given by God. It's just like, whoa, could have could have worked a little more on these <laughs> songs. Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with the messages. No, that's the it, thing. No, no. You know, there was sort of a similar thing on that song, uh, "Looking for Changes," that we talked about in our off the ground episode. You know, again, we agree yeah. with the message, the animal rights. But I don't know. Do we need the monkey with the shampoo in its eye, or it's just like a... sticking in his own brain? <laughs> yeah, he thinks it that one. So overly simplistic views yeah. here. Yeah. So, but that, that's, that's, I think that's been my favorite category. So far. <laughs> well, I think you like this one. He thinks it rocks, but it really doesn't. This is the category. Uh, uh, Rinse the raindrops would be uh, one of the quintessential ones from this. Soily. Are you ready to get a little soily? Yeah. 
Sorry. Angry, I mm-hmm. think would be be perfect for this. Uh, uh, the B side, looking for you. Have you heard looking for you? No, no. no oh, we. Well, you t- t- take the after we're done here. Uh, uh, write that one down. Okay. <laughs> Listen to looking for you because it's very similar to to all, all these. Uh, but uh, you and I completely agree on this one. Um, it is from the last track on Memory Almost Full. Memory was full, but they kept they kept pushing it. And it is the song, and he really gives it to us with with the oh, this is cool vocals, uh, and it is nod your head. Side to side is a no. (laughs) She wouldn't be proving her love if she's shaking her head no. That's right. Ridiculous. Doesn't even even make sense. (laughs) You remember that video, too. There was like a video with all the people in it nodding their heads. Yeah, a bunch of supermodels nodding their heads. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. You know, sometimes he does this and it really works. Mm -hmm. Like maybe one of the most recent... Uh, examples is the song cut me some slack mm. which the lyrics are kind of relatively slight on yeah. the, that one, but he's rocking it so hard that it's like ah we don't even care right right uh but <laughs> this one tips over that other uh the other side of that well and especially because he put so much effort into it and i think it was even you know it was really publicized with the video and all of that so he was really feeling it yeah and Maybe that maybe if he had not screamed on all the takes of that, he could be singing some things a little better today. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you ruined. I, I was watch what you ruined your voice on there, Paul. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so so that's uh, that's he thinks it rocks, but he really it doesn't. Uh, so the next category we got we got a few more categories here. Okay, uh, why this? So this is like <laughs> stuff that just completely like what why even bother mm-hmm. soggy noodle would be an example <laughs> be what you see would be a good example mm-hmm. uh, uh backwards traveler would be <laughs> yeah <laughs> the bit bop link and the mumbo link <laughs> neither neither of those do we need uh but you sent me this one get get geeked up barnabas <laughs> we're, we're, Giving you some egg. Uh, It's for Back to the Egg, and it's called The Broadcast. We've got a chance, and we'll take it. We may win, or we may lose. We may even have to cut and run for it. Well, it won't be the first time I've run, 
and it won't be the first time I've been caught. It's the game that matters. Brother, I am proud to know you. This is one of the greatest moments I have ever experienced. I think I sense the situation when I say that we all esteem it an honor to breathe the rather inferior atmosphere of the station here along with our little friend. I guess we should all go home and treasure the memory of his face as the whitest thing in our museum of recollections. And perhaps this will... Okay, so what's what's going on there, Dave, with the broadcast? Wait, does it really tie back to the egg together? Does it? Well, I don't really know what the purpose of the broadcast is. It's, inst- it's this vamp in the background, the instrumental, and I guess it's supposed to give the impression of listening to the radio. Uh, and there's like a, a there's piano, there's some electronic stuff, there's readings, uh, dramatic readings by people. It just it kind of like why? I, what is, what is this here for? What does yeah. it add? Yeah, what, why this? Yeah, why this? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what I that's what I was thinking. Uh, there's a, you know there's there's examples of this throughout the Beatles and Johnny's birthday from George. Mm. And, you know, there's it's these little experimental nonsensey little things that they think are are really. I, you know, and sometimes the Beatles did things that really worked like that. Yeah. But I think most of those are usually like re- tacked on little thing. Like I'm thinking of suicide, right? Oh yeah. Or like yeah. tacked yeah. on to the end of a song, so it's a little, a little mysterious vamping or something. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, this sounds like he's trying to go Pink Floyd. Yeah, it does sound like Pink Floyd, like the Wall or something. Yeah. yeah. Where the you know the Pink Floyd really successfully uses a lot of that this uh, this yeah. type of thing. So <laughs> Ooh, yeah. here, here it's just like doesn't doesn't do it. Doesn't fit. Yeah. Um, exactly. So this next one, uh, the category is covering certain songs ruins your rep, bro. Accentuate the positive, for instance. <laughs> uh, high heel sneakers. To some extent, we didn't like that one. We we're like, mm. Mm, it doesn't really do it. Uh, have you heard? Uh, this is a, a weird one on a on a collection called uh, "I'm Partial to Your Abracadabra." No, <laughs> it's really not good. It's like no, and I was I was expecting uh, several of these from Choba <laughs> B C C C P. That's the dumbest title of anything ever. But uh, uh, back in the USSR, yeah. But if you even record this, your rep takes a takes a, a knot. A notch down and it is Mary had a little lamb
That's the kind of song that you would have in your head at three in the morning because it's so catchy and you're just like, you hate yourself for it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Can't can't get it out of your head because that's like that example of what I was talking about right at the beginning of the show, a song that's so catchy, but it's so inane at the same time that you just can't get it out of your head. Yeah. So it's recorded for his girls, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's nice and everything. It's not bad. They do a good version of it. Mm-hmm. It's cute, but cute. just even putting it out anywhere sort of is gonna feed that fuel of like, oh, this is very silly. Yeah. Well, so. I guess so. It's not just silly love songs that gives him that reputation. Now we're starting to put the pieces together. Here is another <laughs> yeah. example of that. Not, not to uh, rip too much on Wings Wildlife. But uh, this next category, E for barely any effort, is what I call it. (laughs) So, like, a great example of this from a recent episode, the middle lyric to uh, his uh, uh, unplugged version of Lost My Little Girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Gather around, people, let me tell you a story. The very first song I wrote. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yep. Uh, uh, The song, We're Open Tonight. And uh, the two songs, really, that start... Uh, Wings Wildlife, Mumbo, <laughs> and the one we're going to play, Bip Bop. <laughs> so here's, here's a little Bip Bop. Lynn doing in the background there. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the whole wildlife album recorded very quickly and without yeah. a lot of effort expended on the songwriting. Yeah. Uh, that pretty much typifies it there. I think for some people it really works. Yeah. You know, some you people really it. enjoy it. And there's some there's I mean, it's tight and clean sounding yeah. that, that song. But I like some lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, don't like you. you don't like scatting no no not a big fan no our last category before we get, we're gonna do something special after this game. okay so our last category is stupidly named instrumentals that also sound crazy okay so you're your cream a mm-hmm your uh rudolph the red nose reggae your loop first indian in the moon <laughs> 
your my my favorite of these bogey wobble <laughs> squid uh that's a unreleased uh the unreleased song flying horses if you've not heard that one you've got to it's just <laughs> what is even happening uh christian bop <laughs> but uh my favorite of these this, this is a real uh, i hate to pick on uh, london town but cufflink It's like a double entendre that's not even anything. Cufflink. Cufflink. Do you like the synthesizer on that? No. No. I mean, if you dig into his his, uh, unreleased catalog, there's so many instrumentals that just have weird names. Like Squid is a good one. Yeah. That just have weird, weird names and are just sort of like... Oh, a little thing that they never really finished. Yeah, but a few of them actually made an album. So, like that one. So, uh, and this this gives fodder to the people who say that the Be- solo Beatles uh, were self indulgent sometimes because they didn't have each other around to say, you know, "This is crap. Don't put this stuff out." This kind of lends credence to that argument because uh, John wasn't around to say, "Why would you do that?" No, this is silly. You know and that that's something you hear so. Uh, especially with Paul's catalog. Well, uh, so this last thing we're going to do. So there is a lot of stuff in the deep catalog, in the B-sides and the unreleased Paul that are are crazy, that are really silly, really goofy, very light. (laughs) So here's here's a list of uh, uh, several of them. Long Leather Coat, Party Party, Style Style... (laughs) Sweet, sweet memories. <laughs> Broomstick. <laughs> I've never even mi- heard of these. <laughs> Love mix. That's a real. Oh man, you gotta hear that one. Two, two, two. That's the the. You remember that from Memory Almost Full? Yes, yes. Uh, Boil Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where are these songs? <laughs> that one's unreleased. Big Day. That one's also an unreleased one. Twenty Five Fingers. That's one he, he, in. Elvis Costello. Mm. That's one of those abandoned Elvis Elvis Costello ones. Real terrible. Of (laughs) course, you remember Hotel and Benidrub. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's sort of a made up on the spot one. So I give that some slack. Bishop's Gate. There's another one. Any of those, take a listen to because they're all like real light and real (laughs) weird. Uh, But but there are five here, and what we're gonna do? I'm gonna play all five. And we're gonna vote on what is the silliest, and I think these this is the silliest uh, Paul song. 
Uh, uh, so one, we know this one very well. This is a, this is a hot candidate. <laughs> this was written for a radio special that he did several times, and then he released as a as a disc. You know what I'm about to play, Dave. Yep. Dave, that is Ubu Jubu. All right. <laughs> Choice number two. This is from uh, uh, the unreleased uh, 1987 album "Return to Pepperland," and this one, uh, this would probably have fallen in that category of thinks it's thinks it's trying to be real serious, uh, and it's called Atlantic Ocean. Hold on to your hat, Dave. <laughs> Stolen black man, family lost Packed his cargo, ship was tossed And now survived to count the cost He feels the rhythm of the Atlantic Ocean The rhythm of the Atlantic Ocean He feels the rhythm of the Atlantic Ocean never heard that one before uh, yeah you gotta, that's, you gotta do a deep dive <laughs> you might drown you might in the atlantic ocean <laughs> if you feel the rhythm yeah yeah so that's can that's choice number two of, of uh the uh silliest paul song okay this one uh it's another one from uh it's from rupert the bear okay and this is called <laughs> See Cornish Wafer Storm.
Wafer storm. That that one fooled me. It started out like pretty good, I thought. And then I was thinking, why would he pick this? And then suddenly we go into <laughs> I am the Cornish Wafer. <laughs> into the Irish reel here going. Yeah. Okay, this one's a, a an outtake from the egg sessions. A robber's ball from Back to the Egg Sessions. Little robber's ball for you there. Robber's Dave. ball, very exciting there. That's choice four there. Okay. Uh, very silly, very, very, very silly. very silly. But the the entire reason I wanted to even do this episode, <laughs> it's it's all choice, come to this. Choice five, uh, and it, thankfully we got a remastered version of this <laughs> just last year, and it is "Ode to a Koala Bear" from Pipes of Peace Sessions. Uh, this was a B-side of Say, Say, Say. I loved it growing up. And here, <laughs> here it is.
little koala type bear. This there. must this might be one of the worst Paul McCartney lyrics ever. <laughs> this song is horrible. Everything is so trite. The, the, that, that turn of phrase koala type bear. Yeah, terrible. No one says that. No, no. human ever no. has said that other than Paul McCartney in this song. No, here's the first verse. Oh, I love you. I still care. All my affections there. I will walk with you to the end of the passage. <laughs> what? What? My little what koala. The, what passage? My little koala type bear. Little <laughs> koala type bear. Oh, I won't talk to you for a couple of minutes. <laughs> what? Why not? Why not? Why, he needs some alone time to I think it's over. <laughs> Uh, for a couple of minutes uh, uh, I can't tell you how much I spun that as a kid too because it was uh, I had a lot of uh, 45s yeah, yeah. and uh, say 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 was it you know oh say 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 and oh what's this on the back and some of the other ones you know uh, of that era rain clouds and yeah. I'll give you a ring were just so good and so this one I was like oh yeah, yeah. but I was a kid so I was like really into it and then as as I grew up, I kept thinking more and more about the lyrics. I'm like, <laughs> it is insane. So I love it, though. It is, yeah. It. Very that's fitting. My, uh, uh, that's where my vote would go. I mean, uh, as, as silly as uh, uh, C Cornish <laughs> Wafer Storm is, and as silly as uh, Ubu Jubu, Jubu. <laughs> Was this one sounds like he was really trying? I mean, yeah, they put a lot of effort into the production. Oh yeah, the oh, guitar yeah. solo at the beginning's kind of good. It is. So that it's sounds like, good. It's like oh, he really, really wanted this to be a hit. Yeah, but <laughs> but you got to have some lyrics too. You really do. I mean, we love this stuff. Of course. Yeah. Said, oh, do a koala bear. I could listen in, any day of the week. I <laughs> listen to that. It's 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 yeah. a head scratch but it's so great so i i thought we'd go out with one that for other reasons we've we've, we've uh, had a good laugh at uh over the years uh and uh if you're if you're uh sensitive to uh cursing <laughs> very out of place cursing uh then please please uh, go ahead and sh- uh, shut it off here but uh this song uh, when it came out we it sort of opened our eyes like what is he what like yeah it just jerks you out out of uh, it, and uh, it also is one of those message songs that doesn't make any like. <laughs> come on, this isn't even anything. Uh, but uh, it is uh, from the off the ground sessions, and it is big boys bickering. So we'll go <laughs> big boys bickering. <laughs> Dave, I I I hope uh, you had a lot of fun today. Uh, I did, and thank you for putting together all this stuff because it, I just would not have the patience to go through. <laughs> These obscure gems. Atlantic Ocean? You wouldn't wouldn't have been able to listen to all of Atlantic Ocean? Yeah. Well, it's been a lot of fun. Follow us on uh, Twitter, at I've Got a Beatles. And, of course, uh, on our Facebook page, uh, where we're posting stuff all the time. So, uh, uh, and and let us know if if there's a couple of these that you uh, really disagree with. Or if there's some that we didn't play that you think are silly, this is intended to be a fun episode, so we hope you enjoyed it. Big boys bickering, that's what they do. 
Went to fund a masquerade. 